This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And I am your host, Andy Pate, filling in for John Rush. I am joined today by none other than the secret overlord of KLZ 560, Luke Cashman. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing all right, Andy. It's not a Friday. It is not a Friday, and I brought you in anyway. It's not a movie day. Do you feel weird? I, I do. I feel unprepared. I'm vulnerable. You I'm, are. Vul- you I, look vulnerable. I am outside of my primary element. I'm no longer the apex predator of uh, movie day. Right now, folks, I'm actually just poking him with my finger. It's true, and he's shuddering. He's he looks afraid. Uh, if there could, uh, you know, if these mics were good enough, you'd hear my skin and bones rattling. I understand that. Well, at the bottom of the hour, by the way, we are going to talk about a movie. Oh, we are. We're going to talk about Strange World and how it did on this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to okay. enjoy this. Yes. yes. Oh my god. I'm going to enjoy it a lot. Uh, tell you what. We're going to talk after the break about Thanksgiving. Okay. And I kind of want to, let me, let me first tee it up. I, I want to ask people their, their opinion on a couple things. Right. Okay. First of all, and I'll first ask you, did you go shopping on Black Friday or Black Friday weekend? Nope. I did not. I so mean, you didn't I, go to any malls or anything no, like that? No, nothing like that. I went onto Amazon real quick and saw a blanket on sale and figured out oh, it's getting cold. I'll. Grab one of those, I guess. 20 you, bucks. You bought a blanket. Yeah. Did, did you also buy some bread and water? I mean, did you splurge for the whole? No. Okay. No. They, it's, listen, times are too tough for that. I get the blanket. I bought a blanket. I get the blanket. That's <laughs> okay. it. Do you have a home or do you just outside? Uh, the overpass. Uh, okay. E470. Yeah. Is that you? That's me. How do you like the blanket? Uh, it hasn't come in yet, so uh, it's been cold. So not good. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. So you didn't go shopping. Uh, I want to talk about this because anybody who went shopping, please let us know what, what your experience was because mine was shocking. Shocking? I, it wasn't busy. Wasn't busy. We'll talk about that later. And folks, if you want to call in on anything, it's 303-477-5600. If you want to text us, I got a backup text line right now because I think John at his private, you know, Volcano Island. Yeah. It's probably out of range. So just uh, text 303-902-8053. That's 303-902-8053 if you're going to text us. And here's the other question. Turkey. Turkey. Okay. Do you like turkey leftovers? Uh, I mean, it, what do you do with them? Hit or miss. Hit or miss. Smoked turkey leftovers? Yes. I, I turn it into a sandwich. We have that. 
Perfect. Uh, anything that's not smoked turkey? Nah, I don't know. It doesn't retain its moisture really well. It's kind of, ah. Okay, well, here's what I want to ask people. You know, right now, a lot of people out there have a lot of turkey left over. A ton of it. Oh, and yeah. They, and they do not know what to do with it. So if anybody has any ideas, you can call or text and let us know if you have any ideas. What are some good things that you do with turkey after Thanksgiving that that really that you love? You can give it to me in my uh, home under the overpass of E470. Yeah, but you're a scammer. Yeah. I've been down there before, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I gave you money and, you know, did you, what did you even spend it on? I have no idea. Maybe the blanket. Yeah. You hear, you know, when you give Luke money at the underpass or overpass, all he yeah. does is waste it on blankets. It's true. It's true. I have 600. Yes. It's a and- shocking amount. It's very frightening. Okay. Hey, tell you what. Why don't we do the impossible questions? We'll come back and we're going to talk about some shopping. We're going to talk about turkey what to do with it once again if anybody has any ideas on what to do with all this leftover turkey and finally we're going to talk about strange world which did not do well at the box office <laughs> sound good to it yep okay but first up let's do the impossible questions wednesday's impossible question with just a splash of milk added to coffee in a test tube the antioxidant activity decreased by more than half okay so coffee is antioxidant it's good for okay. you right yeah. But with just a splash of milk, that went away by more than half. Okay. Hmm. What percent of the antioxidant activity was decreased in a latte? In a latte? Yes. Oh, zero. Zero percent. Well, 95% decrease. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. In other words, virtually all gone. Yes. It's no good for you. Okay. I don't know anybody who drinks a latte for its vitamin qualities, so. No, no. You don't drink a latte because you want to be healthy. No, I don't think so. Okay, next. Today's impossible question. Once again, guys, if you have any ideas or want to weigh in, just go to um, rushtoreason.com. It's right there. Here we go. Its first live broadcast was on November 28th, 1925, so almost a century ago. Wow. It is still in operation. What is it? First live broadcast. Yes, first live broadcast was on November 28th, 1925, it is still in operation. What is it? Oh, gosh. It's, it's got to be like a talk show. I'm going to guess SNL. Okay. Um, SNL? SNL. No. What, uh, Millions of years old. Saturday Night Live is not 97 years old, ancient. 98 years old. Their jokes are ancient. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, no, let me give you a hint. It is known as the home of country music. The, oh. Mm, oh. Got any ideas there? My backyard. Okay. I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But no, it is not your backyard because your backyard is a freeway, as we already know. Yes. But uh, folks, once again, if you have any ideas, so it it is associated with country music. It started like, what is that, 98, 97 years ago? I forget. And wow. And it's still going today. So there you go. All right. Up next, something else that's impressive, Golden Eagle Financial. You've planned for retirement under the old rules, but with inflation, soaring interest rates, and other financial pressures. Luke, this is a new world. It is. I mean, all your plans are out the window, let's face it. The world you were born in doesn't exist anymore. It does not. You need a guide, and that's Al Smith. Call 303-744-1128, or you can find Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com. When you don't have a strategy for your money, you're being reactive rather than proactive. Financial advisor Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. 
is your resource for financial preparation moving into 2023. With proprietary year-end planning, Al Smith recommends only changes that he feels are genuinely in your best interest. As a fiduciary, Al will move your financial future in the direction that is truly in your best interest. Get your financial ducks in a row before the new year with year-end planning from Golden Eagle Financial. By proactively working together, your resolutions aren't just fleeting thoughts anymore. They're expert-reviewed plans. Get a fresh look at your plan with Golden Eagle Financial, your source for year-end planning. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Okay, Solar Energy Partners, no out-of-pocket cost to you. Just transfer your energy bill and set up a bright future. Call Alan at 303-378-7537, or you can find them at rushtreason.com. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. Okay, Roof Savers. Luke, did you know Dave Hart at Roof Savers? He did roof repair for years. Years? Yeah, he did it for years before he ever did this, you know, treatment that he does on these. Mm. So he knows the entire business. And he learned how roofs, they could have lasted far longer at a lower price with treatment. Well, to add 5, 10, even 15 years of life to your roof, call Dave at 303-710-6916 or find him at RushToReason.com. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Luke Cashman, the secret overlord of KLZ 560. Have you been ruling with an iron fist? 
Yes, yes, I've been ruling with a cast iron fist, the same cast iron fist I used to scramble my eggs under the overpass E470. You do that with a cast iron fist? With a cast iron fist. Don't ask how that I That must be really difficult. Yeah, well, that's why I'm the Supreme Overlord. Are you the only one who's there? Because others, I think, are probably kind of afraid of you. Yeah, I, I admit this sort of passive aura ah, uh, of fear. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Mm. Okay. By the way, we were talking at break about what? Skipping? <laughs> Charlie was talking, I, about, talking skipping. about skipping. Talking about skipping, yeah. I was saying that. As a secret overlord, I mean, do you skip yeah. down the hallways here? Uh, do, you, do you skip in public? I don't skip. Uh, I crawl menacingly uh, oh, upside down. You prowl. Yes. I, I prowl. You, what'd we say? You're a prancer. I'm you a prancer? Pran- John Rush absolutely frolics. Uh, and then Charlie, uh, Charlie Grimes, producer extraordinaire, uh, Charlie Grimes uh, stalks. You know, I've always pictured myself doing more of that North Korean march, that um, high step thing. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Well, it's great for the hammies. It's true. Good workout. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanksgiving. Now, Black Friday was something. I don't have the figures yet because I saw some, but they were kind of disagreeing with one another. I, I saw like 30% down yeah. in traffic at the malls. I don't know, but I do know this. Southlands Mall is out in Aurora. Right. Yeah, Smoky Hill and E470. I don't know if you know that mall. Ordinarily on Black Friday, you cannot get near the place. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Just good luck. You basically need several tanks in front of you, like an offensive line, to plow in, and you knock over a lot of innocent people, but at least you get in so you can shop. Yeah, you need a Mad Max convoy. Exactly. And when I drove by there with my wife um, on this last Friday, it was normal. There was normal. It was like a normal eh, Friday. Yeah. We went in there on Saturday, the day after, which is still supposed to be a huge shopping day. Normal Saturday. Mm-hmm. No crowds. I'm, no I'm no excess surprised. crowds. And we'll talk about this a little later. Uh, there definitely were no crowds at the theater. No, definitely not. And we were stunned. Okay. You were stunned? Yes, because as you know, I used to be a, what, a theater manager. Yeah. This is what I did for many years. And you look forward to th- this weekend with fear. Mm. Okay, you shudder. The kids, they wear body armor. Okay, <laughs> they wear Kevlar because they're worried, you know, about, you know, having to serve all these people. And I could not believe what I was seeing at the theater there. It's a 16-plex, very nice. It's where I usually go. Mm-hmm. Wonderful seats, the whole thing. And it was not busy. I am really worried about this economy. And I wanted to throw this to you because isn't this the time of year when you're, they call it Black Friday? Why? I mean, you're you're buying a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're splurging. I don't know why they call it Black Friday. I don't know. Uh, here's why: because the because it's the only the rest of the year, much of the year, outside of the holidays and a couple other you know peak times, you are barely making the rent on your business. Mm. Okay, retails oh, barely make it. Yeah, re- retails. Yeah, it's in the red all year long. Well, from now through Christmas is when you're supposed to be in the black. Okay, and this is supposed to be yeah. the launch day. And it wasn't. At least it wasn't where I was. Maybe other people had different experiences, but this was awful. And I'm looking at these businesses and I'm wondering, oh my gosh, how are they going? How are they going to get by? Especially the little ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, things things just keep going up. The prices of everything goes up. I mean, when you're pinched between, uh, you know, do we buy food for Thanksgiving or do we buy gas? Right. You're not going to the movies. 
It's, you know, if you're cut between turning the heater on and, you know, saving whatever excess water you can manage, you're not buying a new TV. It, there's there's just but people, well, no 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 Biden yeah. told us that thing the, the you know the economy's actually rocking oh, the economy's great yeah the economy's I don't know what planet he's on where the economy's <laughs> great but it's not this one you know we've now had 19 straight months of household income being down versus inflation yep. 19 straight months of yep. losing ground versus inflation with household income yep. we are we are two quarters in the negative we are a in a by definition recession. Oh yeah. They have since tried to change the definition of recession literally, uh, but we are per definition in a recession currently. Yes, recessions are now, you know, something where children laugh and play by rivers of chocolate. It's actually yeah. a happy time. It's a good time. It's so great. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, if people are pinched. It's hard. It's real difficult. I mean, it's not like I'm a young guy. I'm not providing for a family. Right. Uh, but I got I got bills to pay. I have insurances, and I got to you know drive to and from work every day. And watching all that stuff get removed from my paycheck and seeing what I'm left with at the end of the month, it's it's like man, I I wish I could buy myself something nice. You know, you know, I read an article the other day. I'm sorry, folks. I can't remember where I read it. Sorry about this. So I could be making this up, but I'm not. And it basically said there's something really interesting that is happening this holiday season, especially as a result of all the COVID money that was given out. Okay. Hmm. And you basically have two classes of Americans and they're divided into each. So you're going to start at the top. You get the rich. Okay. Next group down, you got the savvy, the people who were very savvy with all their free COVID money and what they did during COVID. You know, we also saved a ton of money by not going out. A lot of people did. Right. right? And then... The next group down is the not savvy, who instead decided, yay, I don't have to work. I'll just soak in all these extra checks. Mm -hmm. And so they ate up that money while staying at home and didn't do that much with it. Right. And then finally, you have the poor who are obviously going to be hurt the most by inflation. Well, what was really interesting is this. People who were savvy with their COVID money and they used it to you know, pay off debts or pay, you know, pay off credit card debts or fix things at the house or make big purchases then before, you know, interest rates or before inflation went through the Mm -hmm. roof. They said the savvy people are living like rich people right now. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like that's very, that's very interesting. Uh, Yeah, because they got no, I mean, they've got so many things that they've fixed. They're looking around their homes and they're saying, geez, everything's in good shape. So I'm just living on what yeah. I'm getting. Go I ahead. Feel, I was going to say, I, I feel like that has to be a very small number. Because, I mean, the COVID relief packages that we got, it was what? It was a, it was $1,200, $1,500. There might have been an extra 1000 So you're right. what? You're $3,500, $3,600. Or what if you were on unemployment, though, and had kids? Yeah, if you're on unemployment and you have kids, you... You, you were raking it in. You, get a, you were you get raking it. I mean, you were literally using a rake. Yeah, for all the money yeah, they I mean, were throwing at I mean, you. There are some people on unemployment making more money than people who were employed. Right. Uh, which was definitely, uh, definitely upsetting. Uh, yeah. I want to <laughs> know, know the numbers on that. I want to know what percentage of people were operating within those means. They didn't uh, say. They, they basically were just talking general categories. Gotcha. But they were saying that it was... They were saying that um, credit card debt, though, is rising dramatically right now. And so what's happened is that the COVID money that people got, 
and the unemployment benefits and all that money, basically the non-savvy, lazy people have burned it up. Yeah. And now they are turning to their credit cards. But what they're saying is really interesting is you've got this whole actually fairly large group of people, the savvies, who are barely touching their credit cards. They just use them for monthly things and then they pay it off at the end of the month. But they're not really using them. Yeah. All right. And you've got these two classes. So it's just really interesting because I don't know if you ever, you know, I know you're not a Bible guy like me. Yeah. But the biblical story, the seven years of plenty, the seven years of famine. Right. Okay. I'm familiar with the story. Great. So you store up during the years of plenty, and then you're ready for the years of famine, right? Yeah. Well, the years of plenty were when you could stay at home and make tons of money not doing anything while people shoveled money at you and then, you know, sent you free checks and all that. So all this money was showered in. The people during that time who blew the money and didn't work, or didn't do anything mm-hmm. are now hurting. And the people during that time who took advantage of it are living the high life. Yeah, it's a, Even with the inflation. Go yeah, ahead. It's, it's rough. It's rough because, I mean, you look at uh, me, just for example. Yeah. Young guy working through the pandemic, never did any unemployment or nothing. There were a lot of people out of the office. Uh, so me, Charlie, and only a very small handful wait, of whoa, people. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait. They pay you? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Just checking. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, you know, only a handful of people here. And, you know, we're running our butts off doing what we can to make sure everything uh, works and operates and all that fun stuff. Yeah, you were here all the time. I was here all, all, all the time. I could count. I can't count the number of 10-hour days. Um, Did you buy blankets? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just checking. Go ahead. I'm just saying, you know, I, I never was able to collect unemployment. I got the, uh, I got the checks uh, for right. uh, COVID relief. The stimulus. Yeah, uh, tossed them in the bank account to save them for a rainy day. Uh, that's fine. That's what uh, we did. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people like me out there, young people, younger people, saving, trying to get by off on stuff. And you look at the rate of inflation right now. Uh, I mean, if you've been looking at the numbers, it's, you know, 8%, 9%, up and up and up and up and up. And it's like, okay, awesome. And I'm, and I'm working and I'm working and I'm working and inflation goes up and up and up and up and up and up. How do you offset that? Because for me, my money is now buying less and less and less, proportionally right. so. I mean, on the things that matter. And by the way, it's way more than eating up those stimulus checks. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, you know, you, right. it starts carving into the stimulus checks. I need to fill up my tank, and it's three times as much now. Right. Got to, gotta, you know, okay, looks like we're cutting in here, cutting in here, cutting in here. It's like, how do you, you know, people like me in that position where, what do you okay. do? Okay, so now imagine, Luke, that you were one of the not savvies. Right. Okay, because what we did with ours, we, we put it into home fix-ups because we had some things to do. Now we, we're, we're walk, waltzing into 2023 with virtually nothing to do on our home, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Well, be, very nice. Well, we took advantage of it, yeah. right? Think if you were one of the not-savvies and you were just like, hey, I can stay at home, connect with the kids, yeah. you know, and do this kind of, do things that are not financially feasible. Mm-hmm. And now the inflation hits. They must... I think that that is the reason for what I saw on Friday. Yeah. Because that's numbers. That's mm-hmm. millions of people, right? And so I think what you're seeing is a lot of the not savvies are broke. And they're having to, you know, they're still going to buy stuff for Christmas and buy presents, but they're mm-hmm. going to have to be buying less. They're going to have to be more careful and they're going to have to do it on credit. Yeah. There's also just, there's a whole lot of people who just, I mean, you, you say not savvy. The amount of people I know almost personally uh, who who just 
they were never financially informed. It's not like the school system did a really good job about telling you how to manage your money. No, they're too busy telling you things that don't matter. They don't want you to manage your money, so you take out more credit card debt, so you become more reliant on the system. Right. Uh, I just recently had uh, some friends of mine go out, uh, bought a new car. Okay. Bought a new car. Bought a 2017 vehicle. Their old vehicle is fine. Nothing was wrong with it. Okay. But they went in, traded, got a new vehicle at, with a co-signer at like 13%. Oh my! And it's like no one's no one's ever taught them that that's a bad idea. You know, you, they walk onto the lot and they have a they have a guy going there rubbing his hands together, going, "Look at these suckers!" Uh, you know, messing them up on a deal. Uh, and there's a lot of people. They're, they're good people. They're good, honest, hardworking folk. They just don't know. They just don't know. And I feel like there's a shocking amount of that that exists in the world today. Well, that that's sad. Yeah. Okay. No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm sure a lot of people, another big thing has happened. During COVID, we got used to not going to stores. We bought everything online. Yeah. And that is when you change people's flight pattern, that's going to change how many go to the malls. However, they had started going back to the malls. Mm-hmm. Okay. When inflation, before inflation really hit, a lot of the people were going back into the system. Inflation, remember that that's a lagging indicator. Inflation didn't really hit until demand had gone up. And so demand had gone up. I was going to the malls. They were packed. Yeah. But now that inflation's hitting really bad, I think it's two things. I think Cyber Monday, I'm sure, is going to be a strong day because everybody is just so attuned to buying online. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So I'm sure they're doing very big sales today. Mm -hmm. But also, I just think these mom and pop shops, these stores... You know, even like, I don't know, just the, the, the these wonderful cookie stores and pretzel stores. Yeah, anything and these, like that, yeah. Right, right, right. These stores that are in the malls right now, the foot traffic isn't there, man. I don't know how they're going to stay afloat. The other thing with that, talking about online shopping too, just yeah. real quick. Uh, it's difficult for mom and pop shops and local brick and mortar stores to compete, especially when the economy is so tight right now. I go into my local uh, bookstore for some light reading. I look at some of the books on the shelves, you know. 25 bucks you can get the same book on amazon for 12 you know when money's tight you're going to buy the least expensive option that's just how it is you're not going to splurge to support your local business if you need these products uh, and you only have so much of a budget right if these online stores are selling so significantly under mom and pop shops how do you justify going out and physically buying something if you know you're going to spend more money exactly so you've got a contingent of people a very fairly large one who want to help the mom and pop shops they want to help local businesses but their ability to help is greatly decreased with the inflation i i don't like shopping online i prefer to shop in Me person too. but it's it's just it's becoming not financially viable to do so now you're pretty young i mean cat in the hat what kind of books Oh, Cat in the Hat, yes, uh, of course, uh, Redfish, Bluefish, wow. classic. Uh, you know, I got into the characters, I did. Yeah, very deep. It meant a lot to me, it changed me. It's true, very, like, like spiritually fulfilling. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, uh, wow. We lie a lot here. Okay, but I, I'm just saying, this is a scary time. I'm really scared for these things. And by the way, here's another group that's in, got to be in deep trouble right now. Charities. Yeah. This is a heavy time when people, they donate to charity. And I think all of us throw, throw some bucks to, you know, help with, you know, yeah. Thanksgiving dinners mm -hmm. and so forth. Uh, Toys for Tots, I think, is a wonderful. Char Charlie, Toys for Tots, that's still going, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. All the canned food drives at parishes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed. Well, we, yeah, Marines, as uh, Charlie said. Well, yeah. When I was in the Air Force, though, and I was stationed here at Lowry, and I was also in the Color Guard, you know, so we were the guys who yeah. got in these very ornate uniforms and we would go present the flags at Bronco games and stuff right. like that. And you'd also see us at various funerals. Mm-hmm. And we would dress in our full gear and we would do Toys for Tots and go to, you know, Five Points and go down there and we would bring the best toys, just yeah. great toys and shower them with it. And I'm sure they're still doing it, but I wonder how much money is now going into those efforts. Mm-hmm. And what about churches? What are they going through right now? I would like to know. Yeah, it's like everyone's, you know, you're stocking up and buying food for yourself. I mean, you give what you can, but people can give less and less. Yes. And it's very, it's, I, I'm just saying from what I saw over this weekend at Southlands Mall, I'm terrified for them. And I'm actually a little worried for America. This, this was not good. No. And people are going to get laid off if we don't start seeing some shopping out there because this is just not good. Okay. But. The economy, you know, economy's great. The economy's so good. Yeah, it's wonderful. Great. It's great. Yeah. Bidenflation. Biden, you're lying. All right. Somebody who is, let's just say, because I was just talking about churches. Somebody who doesn't really like churches is Disney. No. They so don't. I, After the break, I want to talk about how their wonderful new movie did. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, next up, though, is High Five Plumbing. They won Small Business of the Year in 2022. That's this year from the Denver Metro Chamber of Commerce. Can your plumber say that? Probably not. For all your plumbing needs, call High Five today at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with High Five Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Service that ends with a high five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. I want to tell you about the high five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he said, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is A number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Okay, Michael Bailey Law, look at the government these days. Do you want these people making decisions with your estate? Not a chance. I do not think so. For someone you can trust, get your will done with Michael Bailey. Call Michael at 720-730-7274, or you can find him at RushToReason.com. I hope Santa gives me a pay raise this year. I'm so tired of the long hours, and this place just isn't what it used to be. What do you mean? Ah, People just don't give gifts like they used to. I mean, an estate plan for Christmas? How are we supposed to make that in the workshop? I think they want us to call Michael Bailey for them. Michael Bailey? Isn't he still on the naughty list? Nah, not anymore. But this person is going to be if an estate plan is all they get their loved one for Christmas. Estate planning is important. And it is pretty sweet that Michael Bailey comes to you to get the whole thing done. Yeah, it's a great gift because having an estate plan will be a huge help to his family in the future. If Michael Bailey does this for a living, why is he on the naughty list? Bad, bad jokes. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation with mobile estate planner Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com estate today. 
or call him at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-7274. Okay, save the storks. When a woman has an unplanned pregnancy, she's in a scary situation a lot of us don't understand. But at Save the Storks, they do understand. And through them, our donations reach women we can't with caring, knowledge, and hope. Find Save the Storks at RushToReason.com. Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado, preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Right now, when you sign up as a monthly partner with Save the Storks, you'll receive a free t-shirt that you can wear to show your support of our pro-life ministry. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate together with Luke Cashman. And Luke, did you hear there was a kids movie out this weekend? Uh, yes, I've. the only reason I knew this was out is because I keep hearing how bad it's been doing. <laughs> yes, this is... Okay, now I set this up when I was talking to John about it last week. And this is really incredible. This is historic how badly it's doing because let me set the stage on how this should have rocked all right all right once again coming from an old theater manager we used to have to you know you know pile the sandbags because the flood was coming in okay we had to get ready for this and this was and this is terribly unusual it was the only kid movie out on thanksgiving weekend that never happens i've never seen it that sounds like a recipe for success. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a recipe for a blockbuster. You could, you know, have two people with hand puppets going back and <laughs> forth on the screen saying, we are a kid movie. We're a kid movie. And people would go to it. Why? You just got to put your kids in front of something because they've been in the house with you for the last seven, eight hours, and they're tearing each other apart. Right. Okay. And I mean, it's not your cat that's scratching up the furniture. No. All right. This should have rocked. This was set up, usually you have another kid movie that's yeah, a week, one or two weeks old. Uh-huh. And then maybe another one that's been hanging around for about five, six weeks. And the reason, by the way, that theaters really like that is for overflow. I'm not kidding. Oh. This is how you would always schedule them. You would always schedule the um, big movie first. Right. So let's say the big movie is running at 5 o'clock, right? You would have the littler ones at 5.15. And then 5.30. Why? Because that big one's going to sell out, and you've got angry kids who need to go somewhere, or they're going to, you know, be okay. tied. You know, mommy and daddy will be tied up in a trunk somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, they've, they've got to do this. And so you have these other movies in other theaters just for overflow. Well, this weekend, it was in a ton of houses. 
right? Multiple, yeah. multiple houses at every theater. The 24 plexes, my gosh, they were running a zillion shows of it. And no other kid films on the one week weekend, which is a five-day weekend of the entire year when parents most need to occupy their kids. Wow. That, it's... Okay, am I setting up enough yeah, you, how this really should have rocked? You couldn't pay for a better scenario. You could not. And I was absolutely stunned that Paramount and all these other companies did not put out Warner Brothers. Nobody put out another competing kid movie. It was like they all stepped aside. It was like they all got together and said, we want this to succeed. Yeah. I have no idea why. And it did not. Okay, are you ready for to get some of the numbers? Yes, please give oh, me the numbers. Yes, this this is unbelievable. And I'm reading this from Variety. Uh, Charlie and I were talking about it earlier. Disney's Strange World bombed at the box office over Thanksgiving, leaving the studio to mop up oceans, mountains, and terrains of red ink. The animated feature debuted dramatically behind expectations in 4,174 North American theaters over the weekend. Now... Let's go with the five-day frame because that's what matters. I don't right. care about the weekend. Over five days, eighteen point six million in sales. Now, keep in mind, these are inflated millions. Right. Tickets cost more than they used to. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's hard to explain how much of a bomb this is. Right. It didn't even hit twenty million. I'll read on. Before projections were revised downward, the movie was expected to earn. 30 to 40 million between Wednesday and Sunday. And even those figures would have been unspectacular to start. Yeah, they, they would have. I'm yeah. just going to say it. They would have sucked. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, inaugural ticket sales for Strange World now register as one of Disney's worst opening weekends in modern times, like since the advent of light. <laughs> Arriving ever so slightly ahead of its pandemic era release, West Side Story, which wasn't a kid flick and was not released at a time when it had all these advantages. So West Side Story doesn't even count. That was a niche flick. By the way, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, significantly behind Encanto, which got $27 million. Okay, so this was 33, a third down from Encanto. Encanto was not that big. No. Or wait, no, 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 no. Encanto was $40 million over the extended... Oh, wow, Charlie, you were right. This was under half what Encanto Ooh. did. Ouch. Okay. And Lightyear. Lightyear, which bombed. Even Lightyear did 51 million. Yeah. And it bombed. I mean, Lightyear was so bad. Lightyear probably led to the changing of Disney more than any one film. I mean, mm. the, the leadership. Yeah. Fire this guy, bring yeah. in this guy. Yeah. Bring in Iger. Well, normally it's, I'm reading here, normally at this time of year, a Disney family film is a big draw, says Paul. Wow. I can't even say what his name is. A senior Comscore analyst. It shows we're still recovering and adapting to the constraints of the pandemic. No, we're not. The no. pandemic's been gone for ages. People, people, there are movies that are still doing really well. Top Gun Maverick, like famously, did really, really yes. well. <laughs> and we were, weren't we recovering from the pandemic then? Oh, we must have been. Yes, I know. Oh. I mean, my gosh. Okay. Well, uh, and keep in mind, these levels are... <laughs> Okay, let's put it this way. Since Strange World, I'm reading again, cost $180 million to produce and tens of millions more in global marketing and distribution fees. This is what John and I were talking about last week. The film needs to gross roughly $360 million to break even, sources said. John asked me what it would do. And I was thinking under worst case scenario in its total run, 
mm-hmm. you know, in the theaters, online, and all that, three hundred million. I figured it'd make. You, you figured it would break even? No, I figured it'd lose not too much. Oh, okay, gotcha, okay. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> they are now predicting this will lose at least a hundred million in its theatrical run. I think that's understating it. If it costs three sixty. I mean, you know, including marketing and everything else, it ain't coming anywhere close to that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, what an absurd number to even think about. Like, if you, you know, in a year, make a million dollars, that's pretty good. You're doing pretty good. You yeah, make, yeah, you yeah. make a million dollars. <laughs> now, let's say you make a million dollars every year for a hundred years. That's crazy. That's insane. Yes, yes, and that's what they just they, they just they just flush that down the drain. Yeah, and it's probably going to be much worse than that. I think oh, they're going to lose a lot. I think one hundred million losses is being kind. And let's see here, Strange World. It was similarly jilted in the international box office with nine point two million from forty three markets. Mm. Like most Hollywood films, it won't play in China or Russia, two major markets due to geopolitical tensions. Whatever, uh, who cares? Nobody there would want to go to this. Beyond that, Disney opted to not submit Strange World to several smaller markets, including the entire Middle East, Malaysia, and Indonesia, Indonesia you know, gay characters, and so yeah, forth. Not very marketable. And, I, I, and probably not Florida. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kidding. Oh, my gosh. It's just that Florida and Disney have not been on the best of terms lately. Yeah. Do, you, do you think we're, we're past the days of slapping a Disney logo on a movie means, means it prints money? Do you yes. think this is a fluke, or do you think this is a trend? Okay, um, uh, let me once again go into what was in this movie. All and right. you know what? I'm going to do that when we come back, because yeah. I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to do it briefly, but I'm going to sum up the messages that are in this movie because they're shocking, and they are way over the heads of most kids. All right. Ready for that? Let's hear it. That's why it lost money. Okay, up next, though, is Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Luke, with rising energy costs, there's never been a better time to add efficiency to your home's heating and air conditioning. No. I mean, if you're going to spend some money right now, spend it on something that makes money. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Absolute can help. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231, or you can find them at RushToReason.com. Everyone is coming home for the holidays. It's the one time of year you get to see most of your family. So don't let your furnace ruin your time together. Get a furnace tune-up from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now and find out what you're really depending on to last you through the season. When you're running your furnace every year without getting it looked at professionally, you can never be sure it will really last you through the winter. Don't risk facing the longest wait times for furnace repair during the busiest time of the year. Make sure your time is spent with family, not chasing down the repairman. For KLZ listeners only, Absolute is offering $59 furnace tune-ups. Ensure the comfort of the holidays with the confidence of Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Schedule your tune-up now. Call 720-526-0231. 720-526-0231. Or visit klzradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. K&R Home Transitions, why do you want two realtors for the price of one? Because there are so many facets to buying and selling a home, and you need people who are experts in each area, like Catherine and Robin. Call K&R at 720-437-8210, or you can find them at RushToReason.com.
Catherine and Robin can help you take control of your foreclosure. I was at a spot to where I could not get my tenant out and um, I was going to lose my house and everything I worked for was going to walk away with nothing. I had just got a call from one of those people who like will give you cash now. They offer me 10 grand and I could walk away right now. I Googled real estate agents who can sell houses fast or something like that. And I just called. I hadn't gotten a dime from the tenant or the tenant previous for the whole time they were there. And, and I didn't have any money. I call my angels. It was only possible because of these two and, and the kindness of their hearts. And I'd recommend them to anyone, to everyone, certainly to everyone I know. What did you end up walking away with? 107. 107,000. Yeah, yeah. So why leave money on the table? Give us a call. Call Catherine Pickering and Robin Lewis Oglesby of K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. Botanical Rush. When it comes to skincare, you need bang for the buck because you use this stuff all the time. But some companies offer huge markups while others offer cheap prices but lousy quality. Get quality and price with Botanical Rush. You can find them at RushToReason.com. What you feed your skin matters. Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every Every ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradio.com beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive code JOHN15 for a 15% discount on first-time orders. That's botanicalrush.com code JOHN15. American National Insurance, you've had the same insurance for years, but (laughs) competition is good. Give Paul Lewenberger a call and let him have a little competition for your hard-earned dollar. Call Paul Lewenberger at 303-662-0789 or you can find him at RushToReason.com. Almost one in six drivers is uninsured in Colorado. That's not something you want to hear going into the colder months. Work with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance and get back what the accident actually cost you with the right policy accounting for the total expense. Your chances of getting into an accident increase substantially when the temperatures drop. Facing snow, ice, slick conditions, and a slew of uninsured drivers, you should be covered in the case that you got into a wreck right now because you never know. Paul Lewinberger makes you financially whole in the worst case scenario with the proper coverage. Shorter days mean that you're at an increased risk for more of the day. Sufficient coverage is the bare minimum, but the right coverage should make you financially whole again. Call Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance right now at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789 and secure yourself financially today. You never considered that being a business owner meant you might not get time with your family. John Rush will assess the issues of your business so you can work to live and not live to work. You originally started it to provide for your family, but now it's become a professional crutch that you must live with. 
he advises you to accept that your venture has potential for profitability without you in the immediate vicinity. Enjoy the fruits of your labor with your family working with John Rush to make these adjustments so that your business means more time together, not apart. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Luke Cashman. Okay, Luke, let's talk about what was in Strange World again, just as a reminder to people because, hey, you may know somebody who might want to bring a kid to this movie, and I just kind of want to... Warn is too harsh a word because if people like this stuff, then go to it. Yeah, gotta, gotta be it's informed. all your call, right? Yep. But, but here's what really angers me. None of what I'm about to say is explained in the previews. Okay. Now, if you're proud of what you believe, if you're proud of your woke messaging, put it in the preview. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yes, you can. Be upfront. Be honest. If you're going to be out and proud, be out and proud. Don't hide. Yep. So you can get their money. That, to me, is very dishonest. Okay, here we go. The first thing, there are five things here, and the first one is kind of long. It is very natural. Okay, once again, for those who couldn't catch the show, here are some things Strange World will teach your children. All right. One, it is natural to flirt and seek romance at a young age with members of your own sex. Mm. Okay, these boys were about 14, 15 tops. I'm kind of young. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and this film is basically a training video for young boys to view each other romantically. And your little boys will see other little boys at school differently. This was hardcore grooming. Mm. Okay. Now, you may not have a problem with grooming. That's fine. I'm just telling people it's there. All right. Your little son, grandson, is being trained to look at other little boys probably differently from uh, how he normally looks at them when he's out playing football. Just saying. All right. Number two, gender means virtually nothing. At one point when explaining where babies come from, grandpa says, when two people fall in love, not a man and a woman. So, hey, anyone can make a kid. (laughs) Yeah, anyone. Yeah, hey, it doesn't matter. What a feat of science. uh, Wow, it's pretty cool. Also, multiple women look and act guy-like. Rugged masculine or you know or they have the butch haircut or whatever Mm -hmm. and most of the men in this movie are prissy except for the grandpa you get the idea yeah Yeah. it's just i mean the guys are really prissy and the girls are really masculine and so it's just okay number three an apparently gay i'm not certain of this but apparently gay uh native american woman wearing rainbow beads is the president for a film released on thanksgiving Now, naturally, I have no problem with an American Indian woman becoming president, especially right now, by the way. I'd be all for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just more of Disney poking the eye of patriotic Americans who admire the founding fathers. So on Thanksgiving, we're going to release this with, Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. With an apparently gay woman Indian who is the president. Once again, I don't care, Mm -hmm. but... That's what's in the movie. Yeah, and it's when do they re- release it? It's just kind of a, eh, you know, mm-hmm. it's being woke. Here's where it gets really annoying. Number four, our energy usage and advanced lifestyles are killing the planet. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Got to squeeze that one in there. Uh, it's big. 
Oh, actually, it's oh, not it's a squeezed big one. in. It is a very big part of the movie, especially as it really the second half and the last third, especially, is virtually all this. No. You're evil. You're evil. You drive a car? Evil. Right. We all need to revert to an agrarian lifestyle and give up our energy uses, usage that we have grown to love. And that's basically the message. And finally, number five, and this is a big message. Your parents just want to make you like them. Whereas freedom is found in breaking away and finding your own path. Okay. Uh, now, even if you don't care about, you know, the gay thing, and maybe you, you are an environmentalist, do you really want to bring your kid to a movie that teaches them all this, that's shoving all this down their throats? Right. It's especially, Maybe if you love those things. Especially like for a young audience to go, ignore your parents, fight them, break free from your parents' grasp. That's yeah, very, yeah. Ugh. And, you know, it's Gross. kind of it's it's interesting, too, because, as you know, I'm a born again right wing evangelical Christian. I'm one of these guys. Right. If I went to a Disney film and it was pushing born again, right wing evangelical Christian Christianity, I'd feel awkward. Mm -hmm. I'd be looking up at this stuff on the screen and thinking, yeah, I feel awkward. I, I mean, I love my beliefs. Don't get me wrong, but I feel awkward having all this my beliefs shoved on all these moviegoers who didn't see any of this in the preview. Right. Right. And that would make me feel awkward. Yeah. I mean, does that make sense? I hear you. I yeah. definitely hear you. It's, it's you're pushing a message. You're not making a movie. Right. And if you, want, if you want your movie to have a message, that's fine. But make a movie first. Right. A movie that has a message, not a message that is a movie. Yes. And maybe your movie can be, you know, to be out and proud about being gay. Or your movie can be a Christian movie. Or your movie can be a whatever movie, right? Mm-hmm. I'd like a good movie about oil and gas, personally, but that's just me. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But number one, be honest about it in the previews. Yeah. How about that? That's, and, a, that's a good step. Good first step. Yeah. And number two, entertain first and, you know, just make a movie then. You know, entertain more and preach less mm -hmm. is, I guess, what I'm saying. I feel like it's universal. No one wants to be preached at. Okay. Well, here we go. And we got just a couple minutes left. What do you see happening with this movie? And more importantly, no, no, let me go beyond that. What do you see happening with Disney? They've changed hands now, and now they've got Lightyear and this movie that have demolished their profits. I think, I think we, need to see, we need to see one more famous quote, once as an accident, twice as a coincidence, three times as a pattern. Yeah. I think if you see a third one, this is a pattern, uh, and it's downhill. Maybe they course correct. Maybe they, maybe they change and fix some stuff up. Otherwise, uh, I don't think it's looking too good. Let me ask you the big one, Frozen. And I've been talking about this. You know, uh, who, who's the ice queen in Frozen? What's her name? Elsa. Elsa. Okay, the plan supposedly was for her to be gay and for her to, become, and to come out. They always do it in the third movie of a tri trilogy because mm -hmm. they don't want to lose the audience, which right. once again, that's really dishonest, yeah. you know. Yeah. They did this in um, A Night at the Museum. They waited until the third movie to come out gay with a character. Right. Well, do you think they're going to throw away this idea and have Elsa, I don't think be straight, but just not, right now Elsa has no romantic engagements. Do you think they're going to leave it that way, or do you think Disney's going to plow on through and do it anyway? I think Disney's going to commit anyway. I think they will. Do you really? I think they will. I think they will. I think especially uh, the direction they've been going. It's very, we're right, you're wrong, you will listen. Uh, and I think they're strong enough but to But they've lost all this it. money 
doing that. And now they got new, new leadership coming in saying we cannot keep losing all this money. We got, yeah. we got shareholders. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough because I think the shareholder. I don't know. Shareholders are beholden to the money, not the message. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say though, I actually agree with you. I think they uh, make Elsa gay. I think they're gonna go through with it. I think they'll go for it. I think they're incapable of making a character just a character. There has to be romantic interest. Well, I guess so. She she makes ice. I'm not sure why there needs to be, but for them, they need to be. Got to groom somehow. Okay, there you go. Okay, folks, that's enough of uh, Disney falling apart. We'll talk more about that in upcoming weeks because they're going to keep doing it. That's it for our number one. And our number two, we're going to talk to John Harpole. He's the president of Mercator Energy. We're going to talk about natural gas. And Richard Rush will be calling in on sports. Until then, keep it right here on Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.